Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want you to listen to this awesome promo for a podcast called Ben and Sophie, Woby's Secret. It's really cool. Me and my kids love it. Check this out. What is this? Two kids, a robot, and a missing professor. (gasps) I think this is it. The big lab is right over there. My home. Sometimes it's hard to believe you're a robot. You humans amaze me. Listen to Ben and Sophie. We'll be secret on SpokenMovieProject.com or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a really fun podcast. You should check out Ben and Sophie, Woby's Secret. Now, on to some shout-outs. First up is Isaac from Magnolia, Delaware. Isaac trains ninja guinea pigs after school in his ninja piggy dojo. Also, Isaac has a birthday coming up real soon. Happy birthday, Isaac. I hope you have a great one, and thanks for listening. Also having a birthday very soon is Massimo, which sounds a lot like Momo, which makes me think they might be brothers. Yep, they're brothers. Have a super happy birthday, Massimo, and thanks for listening. And Massimo's sister, Eva, enjoys the stories as well. She likes to listen while taming tree beasts in the park. Thanks for listening, Eva. And Annie and Teddy like to listen to the stories while searching for magic stones throughout their neighborhood. Good luck finding magic stones, you two, and thanks for those drawings, Teddy. Today's episode is titled Max and the Grey Dragon Part 3. If you will remember, Max and the Grey Dragon took a lava dragon egg to the volcano at an island called the Dragon Sanctuary. Well, they arrived to discover that the island had been overrun by the Gloop army. They find a little black dragon named Vernon, and they hatch the lava dragon egg, and now they are all headed to the Island of the Guardians to find more survivors of the Gloop attack and to figure out what to do next. The heroes flew high above the ocean to another island hidden from view by an incredible storm. As they neared the island, all they could see was a wall of fog and clouds and rain. This island was home to the Guardians, a group of people who helped protect and maintain the dragon sanctuary. So you're telling me there's a storm dragon that can magically make this epic storm that keeps people from discovering the island? Does it actually work? Kano asked Vernon as they approached. As far as I know, there have never been any visitors to this island at all, except for the guardians and the dragons. No one knows it exists, said Vernon. Then again, the storms failed days ago at the dragon sanctuary, but this one appears to be intact still. So do we just fly in then? asked Kano. Yep, said Vernon, and he began flying directly into the cyclone. Max lay low on the gray dragon's back and gripped as tight as he could. The wind whipped them from side to side, and even the strong dragons had trouble flying straight. The rain pelted them, and lightning cracked dangerously close to them. After a few minutes, though, they had flown through the worst of the storm and reached the clear air above the island. It was a beautiful, serene place. Lush, green forests, sandy beaches, birds chirping babbling brooks. Even though Vernon had not been here in many years, he remembered where the Guardian village was located. 
he led the party to a small collection of homes and buildings deep in the center of the island. The cat people emerged from their homes to greet them. They didn't get many visitors here on the Island of the Guardians, so it was quite an event when someone arrived. Especially three dragons and one strange new human. The dragons landed right in the middle of town and were instantly surrounded by cautious guardians. Max slid off the gray dragon's back and the guardians near him drew their weapons. From behind the guardians, a voice rang out. Max? Gray dragon, is that you? Gray dragon lifted his head to see over the guardians. There, huddled in a small group, were some of the valley town ninjas. Tatiana, Tim, and Ray had their hands tied with rope and were flanked by some guardians holding weapons. Max climbed back up on the gray dragon's back to get a good look, and sure enough, somehow there were three of his friends from their faraway home. He had no idea how they got here, but when he noticed that their hands were bound with rope, he got defensive. Max reached into his adventure bag and pulled out his magic wand. He leaped to the ground, and then his wand grew into a huge staff and began glowing red. Untie my friends now, said Max, and he slammed his staff into the ground, and the ground rumbled with magical power. The cat-like guardians all pointed their spears at Max in a defensive stance. No, 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 yelled Vernon. He flew into the air between Max and the guardians. We're all on the same side. Everyone, lower your weapons. Put them down. Let's get our house in order without hurting each other. Come on now. Everybody relax. Max and the guardians cautiously lowered their weapons to listen to Vernon. All right, let's get on the same page here, Vernon said. And he went on to tell everyone everything from the previous few days. The awful attack on Dragon Sanctuary, meeting Grey Dragon and Max, hatching the Lava Dragon, and finally coming to the Island of the Guardians, hoping to find survivors of the battle. And the leader guardian told everything she knew of the recent days as well. She told of finding the humans wandering in the forest. And a day later, some dragons and guardians returned to this island from the battle at Sanctuary. And so, the leader finished, the dragons are now in the mountain planning our next move, when we will confront the gloopy menace that is terrorizing the land. She pointed over to a large mountain in the distance. Just then, more dragons swooped down from above and landed among the group. The largest, a pure white dragon with wings of feathers, stepped toward the gray dragon. Eugene, it's been too long. But your presence is needed now more than ever, said the white dragon. We must act fast, said gray dragon. What plans have you? Time out, said Max. I'm sorry, real quick. I just I just think we need a quick time out here. Um White Dragon. Hi, I'm Max. Did you just call the Grey Dragon Eugene? Who is this human? the dragon asked a nearby guardian. Before the guardian could answer, the Grey Dragon, er Eugene, answered. His name is Max. He's with me. You have allied yourself with a human, Eugene? This is unwise, said the white dragon. We must all find new allies if we expect to survive this army of, of... Gloops, the white dragon interrupted. 
The Guardians have heard news that these creatures have been growing in number and destroying countless lands. They have heard them called gloops. They mindlessly destroy everything in their path, and if we do not stop them completely, all is lost. A silence fell upon the group now. Eugene stood tall and turned to the ninjas standing at the rear of the group of guardians. He used one extremely sharp claw and snipped each of the ropes holding their hands together. If we expect to survive, we must work together, Luna. Dragons and humans, he said. And donkeys and guinea pigs, said Tim. What? asked Eugene. It's a long story, said Tatiana. Ray, go ahead and let Dapple and Fluffy out of the barn over there. She nodded toward a building nearby, and the guardians did not stop Ray as he jogged over to release their animal friends. For the next few hours, the large group of dragons, guardians, and others discussed some options for their next move. They determined that the gloops were in fact headed toward the valley. They would reach its shores within a week. We must leave here and prepare defenses there. Many heroes call the valley home, and we have a chance of survival if we work together, said Eugene. All of the other dragons did not like the idea of working with humans. They spent centuries hiding from them and did not trust them. But these were dark times, and cooperation was necessary if they were to survive. All of the dragons and guardians packed up whatever they could carry and left for the valley. The guardians and ninjas all rode a dragon, and Dapple was carried in a large leather sling beneath a dragon. They sped through the air as fast as they could to the valley to prepare for battle. The end. Now, on to some awesome shout-outs. Trenton sent me an email telling me he enjoys the stories, and that was cool. You're awesome, Trenton. Kellen enjoys the stories and has submitted some great drawings. Thanks so much, Kellen. You're awesome. Finn from Australia is a great drawer. Thank you for your artwork, Finn. You're awesome. Kirk from Ottawa drew a cool picture featuring the ninjas with high-tech gear. Great drawing, Kirk. You're awesome. There are more stories at patreon.com forward slash kidstoriespodcast. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. The email is kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. Adios!